Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. I love the power of church. If you think about church, we're here in this room, but there's also many other churches across the world, across Australia, across our state, all together worshipping and praising the name of Jesus ultimately. So it's going to be awesome. So this week I am continuing our, excuse me for a minute, I'm continuing our series of parables and Marty last week um, kicked off the series which is awesome and next week we have Chris Green continuing our series which will be amazing as well. But last week Marty um, spoke to us about the parable of the Good Samaritan and when we talk about parables, when Jesus is sharing them and going around and preaching to the different people, he basically is giving us a picture of what he is trying to say. Jesus is after a response from the people when he's sharing these different parables. And today, as we delve into the parable, which I'm going to share in a moment, God is after a response from us too. We can sit and we can listen, but in our hearts, I pray that you will respond to the word of God today and respond to what he is speaking to us Um, Pastor Kathy, um, she is our oversees all of our elevation locations and she said a great quote this, um, this week in one of our meetings and she said this, when you can't hear God, read God. Have you ever been in those moments when you're just like, I can't hear you God, what are you saying? In those moments, sit down and read the word of God. The living word of God is fresh today for us. Even though it was written thousands of years ago, today it still applies to us. So let's now read the word of God and let's hear what he is speaking to us. So the parable that I am sharing from today is the parable of the mustard seed. Jesus had been teaching and he'd been walking around and preaching. And this parable is actually mentioned three times in three different books of the Bible. So can you just imagine, I was like, as I was reading the three different versions or the three different chapters, I was thinking, why is it written three different times? Yes, there would have been three different men who wrote those, who wrote the scriptures, which is God inspired as we know. And maybe when the men wrote it and they were a little bit different as you read them, Did they read it because they interpreted what Jesus was saying at that time and wrote it down? Or I was thinking, maybe Jesus shared this parable more than once. Maybe he was like an itinerant pastor, an itinerant minister walking around, going to different locations and preaching that parable. And you know when a preacher preaches and they um, have preached it a few times, they fine tune it, their jokes get a little bit funnier or, or their point gets a little bit more on point. And I was like, maybe Jesus has walked around and he's preached this parable different times because he wants to get a message across to the people. He wants to get a message across to us today. So I'm going to read the three verse, the, the three different versions in the three different books of the Bible. And we're going to read through them all, but can I encourage you, there's only six verses in all of it. And we're going to learn what God is speaking to us today on the 21st of March about the parable of the mustard seed. So you can see the verses up here, all turn to your Bibles, the living word of God, and let's get into it. Matthew 13, verse 31. And he told them another parable. 
The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds can perch in its branches. Mark 4, verse 30 to 32. Again he said, What shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? Is it like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth? Yet when, the, when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. And the lucky last one, two verses. Can we do it? Luke 13, verse 18 to 19, then Jesus asked, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? Is it like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden? It grew and it became a tree and the birds perched in its branches. Now, if we look at the time when Jesus shared these parables, Jesus's ministry had just begun. We know that Jesus came to earth in the form of a baby, He was born in a manger, and we know that his ministry had just begun. At the age of 30, he had left his home life. He'd left being a carpenter because that's what his father's occupation had been, and he left to begin his ministry. His ministry was small. All there was was himself and his disciples. So his ministry at that time was small and the Jews were expecting and anticipating and waiting for a God, were waiting for a Messiah and waiting for a Saviour to come and save them and redeem them. But the Jews at that time were rejecting him. They were, he wasn't even invited back into his own hometown basically. His ministry life was small, himself, and his disciples. And when Jesus was sharing this parable, because the Jews were looking to him thinking, how are you going to save us? How can you be the Messiah? You were the one that was born in a manger out the back, like they were expecting a grand entrance of this King of Kings, this Lord of Lords, the one that was gonna come and save and redeem. But at that time, in his early life and in his early ministry, which was small, Jesus was saying to them, it's going to grow, it's going to expand, but what you see right now is small, but wait and see what's going to happen. Now I think about the mustard seed. Automatically our mind might go to these different things, like um, American mustard. Or we might go to English mustard or Dijon mustard or Colonel mustard with the candlestick in the kitchen. Now, when we're talking about mustard and the mustard seed, we're not talking about the mustard seed that makes mustard or the the things that you put on your burgers, you know. We're talking about a tiny little weak seed. Now, in Israel, the mustard seed if you can just picture it. It was a plant that just took over all of the land. Like when it just went into the soil, it would just grow. Now, some people would describe it to be like the tobacco plant, not that I've ever experienced tobacco, but it would just overtake and grow. And from this teeny, tiny little seed, 
it would just grow to be 15 feet tall. It would grow to be large and expansive and just overtake the land. And that's the picture that God or Jesus was giving us that from a tiny little seed, it's going to spread out beyond and overtake the grounds. So my first point for today is this. From little things, big things grow. Have you ever seen the ad? From little things, big things grow. From, I don't usually sing, so you're welcome. From little things, big things grow. And I want you to think about the mustard seed. Just get a visual, get a thought of what the mustard seed is. It is one of the smallest of all the seeds. It was known for its size. It was commonly weak, and it's very small at first. I went to the um, Bunnings, because Bunnings is a great shop, and I purchased some mustard seeds. And inside this little packet is 1,400 seeds. Like, I was looking at other seeds. They had 70 in it or 40 in it. But the mustard seed, in the same size packaging as all the other seeds, had 1,400 in it. So you can just imagine how small the mustard seed really is. Now, the mustard seed, it is small, but however, it is a seed, and it has disposition to grow. From any seed, something will grow. So a seed by itself, when it's just sitting in its packet or sitting in its hand, is useless, really, isn't it? It has no power, it just sits there. It's insignificant, it's weak. But when a seed is planted, it's going to take off. Now, the work of grace is small in its beginnings, but it comes to be great and considerable. Considerable. Jesus, in his early days, his ministry life, it was small. People rejected him, they didn't believe him, but his grace and the plan that Father God had for him was large and expansive and was to save a mankind. We're sitting in this room today because of his early days of ministry. We were saved by the power and by the grace of God. So think about this, as I shared before, there's Jesus starting his ministry all the way over here. Well, first he's born in a manger, Lord, he's here. And then he starts his early ministry life with just teaching and parables and, and beckoning people to come to him. And people were throwing, they, they would throw themselves at them because they, they were so hungry and so eager to know the word of God and know him. So then we have that and then Jesus comes and he's on earth and then he dies for us. And then he rises again three days later and then he departs and he leaves, but he leaves his Holy Spirit with us. And then if we go to Acts, which we're not gonna turn, but you can go and explore, explore later. In Acts 1 verse 15, there's a group of people in one room all believers praying in the upper room. And it says in there that Peter overlooked and there was 120 believers. So we start with Jesus as a baby. We're in ministry life. It's just him and his disciples. That's small. How can he do anything with just 13 people? And then it continues and then it grows to be 100 
120 people in a room. This was the birth. This was the seed sown of the church established to what we have today. I look around this room today and in our building alone, there is probably around 120 people. So from that one room, which was contained, people hungry and the Holy Spirit fell on them. Something erupted and something happened. The church was born. Can you imagine what we all did as a people with a small seed in us? If we left this building, can you imagine the gospel spread? And that's what Jesus was sharing about with that tiny little seed that it's going to go, it's going to spread to the most remote places of the earth. From small things, big things grow. And we are part of that. And if you can just think about it, like all across the world, all across the earth, the church is where it is today. But it's not over. Because we are a people that are a small seed, but we have a lot in us. And God wants to spread beyond outside of these walls. All that happened was from one seed, a baby being born. Something, point number two, something is happening. Something is happening. Now, when Jesus was speaking to all those around, they were questioning him, rejecting him. He shared a lot in parables, as I said before, to get a response. But the reason why he was sharing this parable is because he wanted the people to know that something is going on underground underground that you can't see or you don't know yet. Something is happening. You have no idea what God is doing. Under the surface, God's kingdom is advancing. So there's Jesus, there's his 12 disciples, but what they see is just 13 people, but God was up to something more under the surface. Now, if you have a seed, a mustard seed, now, any seed, as I said before, it's great, but by itself, when it's just a seed, it can't do anything. But when it gets planted and it goes under and the seed is under, it gets the nutrients, it gets the watering, and that seed begins to break forth and burst and it makes its way because it's looking for the sun and it breaks through the soil and then it starts to grow. So any seed that we have, it can be dormant until we do something with it. And I, can I encourage us that God's kingdom is advancing. It is not a trend. It's not just the latest fad. Being in church, loving on Jesus isn't just the obligation that we have to do. But under the surface, God is up to something big and He is up to something great. And we have no idea what He is doing. But if we are expecting and if we are watering and if we are placing our seeds in the good soils, something will happen. God is up to something behind the scenes. Maybe right now in your life, you're feeling like, God, like, there's nothing happening. Like, I'm not accomplishing the things that I thought. Or uh, maybe you're thinking, I thought I would have achieved this. Or maybe in yourself, you're just feeling a little bit stuck. You're feeling a little bit dry and you're feeling like, God, what are you doing? You said this, but this is happening. Like, come on. Can I encourage you? 
God is up to something under the surface. You just can't see it yet. Um, the team are just going to hand out some little seeds in a little bowl, and I just want you to take one and place it in your hand um, and just use it as like a look. It's a mustard seed, so you can actually see how small a mustard seed is in your hand, up close and personal. My friend um, had given me a gift, and it was a tulip, a tulip, a tulip, uh, in a bowl. And that was a very special vase, and you're meant to put it on your windowsill, and you'd put your bulb in there, you'd put the rocks in there, the hessian bags, and you're meant to water it. But this seed did not grow, and I remembered messaging her, and I'm like, hey, I think you've given me a dud seed, like, nothing's happening, I'm watering it, nothing's happening. So she ended up giving me another one, and I got to watch it grow. But that seed that I had previously, the dud one, I thought, well, you know what, I'm just going to throw it in the soil and see what happens with it. It probably was a couple of months later, and I was out in the garden, and I randomly just saw this green shoot with leaves coming out of the soil. And I was thinking about that bulb that had been given to me. It just wasn't in good conditions. It wasn't in the soil that it needed to be in. But when it went into the right soil, it started to sprout. It started to break and the roots came out and it grew. In Psalms 80 verse 8 to 11, it says this, You transplanted a vine from Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. And it took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. Its branches reached as far as the sea, its shoots as far as the rivers. Now when a seed gets in the soil, it takes root and it spreads. It spreads. And point number three, this is the reason why you have it in your hand, has everyone got their seed? Are you amazed at how small it is? It's tiny, isn't it? Oh, I found mine. Point number three. Faith as small as a mustard seed. If you look at it, it's one of the smallest seeds on this earth. It's tiny. And just before Jesus had been sharing the parable of the mustard seed, he'd been healing a young boy and he was casting out the demons and he was healing them. And so he healed that young boy and then he went on to share the parable of the mustard seed. Now this mustard seed is also, the same mustard seed is also spoken about in another verse. And that's the verse I wanna highlight right now. Matthew 17 verse 20. And he replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will 
move because nothing will be impossible for you. And today as I was, pre- as I was preparing and today as we are in this room, I just felt like God wanted to remind us, if you have faith as small as this seed, you can move a mountain. Now it's not talking about a physical mountain and moving Bluff Knoll to another location. No, not at all. But there's mountains in our lives that block us from where God wants us to be. Maybe they're physical needs within your body. Maybe they're financial needs. Maybe there's just a breakup in your family. Maybe in yourself you feel like there's doubt and you can't do it or you're in a place and you're like, God, I just don't know what to do. But He says, but if you say to this mountain, if you have faith as small as this mustard seed, that mountain will have to move in Jesus' Name. And today I wanted to spend just a little bit of time because often I think we can hear and then that's all that we do. But I felt that we needed to stir a little bit of faith in this place today and have a bit of application and have a little bit of, you know what, God, I've been stuck in this place for too long and I'm standing up and I'm rising and I'm saying I have faith as small as this seed. And if I can speak to that situation, if I have faith, I believe in Jesus' Name, it will be removed. And as the band just comes, they're gonna play a song. And I want you to look at this seed in your hand. And you're going to name those things that have been a bit of a blockage for you where the mountain has not moved. Maybe it's the bills are piling up. Maybe it's your husband that yet has not been saved. Maybe there's stress and anxiety and depression. Maybe there's just a feeling of overwhelming. Maybe there's just like, God, What are you doing? This shouldn't have happened. And right now, I just want you to spend a moment and name those things and look at those seeds and you just name it. You've got one seed or maybe you've picked up a few more because they're tiny. But just name those seeds in your hand. And then what we're going to do is we're gonna speak the opposite to those seeds. If those things in your life that have been a blockage or those mountains in your life that have been a blockage, we're going to speak faith over them today. And as we sing this song, I encourage you because if we plant a seed that God has placed in you, if we put it in good soil, it has to grow. And those seeds that have been dormant, just sitting in your hand, if you place them into the good soil of Father God, Watch and see what He does. So right now, just close your eyes and those mountains that have been blocking you, those mountains that have been in your way, those things that have just like, you've had enough. But right now with this seed, as small as a mustard seed, we're gonna plant and take a faith step to see something erupt from it. Now with all these people in this room, just like in that upper room where they were in that prayer meeting, the gospel spread all over the earth. And the seed that God has placed in your life, He's given you different dreams, He's given you different 
goals in life. He's created us all so different. But can you imagine that when you plant the seeds that God has placed in your life, what can happen and how far it can spread into your workplaces, into your family lives? Those mountains that have been blocking you, that you just speak to them and say, be removed in Jesus' name and it will be removed. And I'd just love to invite you just to stand. And as we sing this next song, take a faith step. Something happens when we actually leave our our seats or our pews. Something happens when you and God, when you're before God and you're saying, you know what? not having it anymore because I have faith as small as a mustard seed. And then you move from your step in a faith step and you come to the front, which yes, is just a planter box from Bunnings, but it is a faith step of saying, I am placing it into the hands of the living God, the greatest soil of all. And as we sing this song, grab your seed and plant it. And then go back to your seats and pray and declare and sing this song with everything that you've got because I know that something can come out of this room and that your life is going to make a huge impact into further beyond than what you think or can imagine. So let's sing. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks, Rachel.